Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It is Monday, December 17. Welcome to Daily Walk. I am Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. And uh, let's pray for today, shall we? Heavenly Father, again, uh, just thank you, Lord, for connecting with us, for bringing us together, for connecting us via technology. But uh, Lord, as we read this text, as we reflect on on the complexity of this passage, may we feel your spirit bring us into a great place of understanding and direction as well. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Today, Hebrews 12, 18 through 29 in the New Living Translation, the NLT. And we have to just apologize if we sound choked or strangled, mm. or if we actually start coughing. Our son accidentally detonated a little bit of bear spray in our garage, and yeah, it turns the, out that little, stuff, it, it travels oh. through the air. And even now, you know, we, we feel like the air is pretty clear, but occasionally we kind of suck in a breath, and it's like yeah, pepper straight it's, to it's, the back it's, of it's your pre- throat. It's pretty bad. It's We've been bad. choking for hours in this house. I've been like, my nose has been running. Mm-hmm. It's just been pretty bad. And It's I, pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. I, yeah. Didn't know that I was ever going to experience that. So it's yeah. good to know that this is how it is. Also good to know that bears get stopped with this. Uh, evidently so. Well, yes. it didn't take much to stop us. So. No. <laughs> okay, I'll start reading without further ado. I hope that I don't choke during the reading. Mm. You've not come to a physical mountain, to a place of flaming fire, darkness, gloom, and whirlwind, as the Israelites did at Mount Sinai. For they heard an awesome trumpet blast and a voice so terrible that they begged God to stop speaking. They staggered back under God's command. If even an animal touches the mountain, it must be stoned to death. Moses himself was so frightened at the sight that he said, I am terrified and trembling. No, you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to countless thousands of angels in a joyful gathering. You have come to the assembly of God's firstborn children, whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God himself, who is the judge over all things. You have come to the spirits of the righteous ones in heaven, who have now been made perfect." You have come to Jesus, the one who mediates the new covenant between God and people, and to the sprinkled blood, which speaks of forgiveness instead of crying out for vengeance like the blood of Abel. Be careful that you do not refuse to listen to the one who is speaking. For if the people of Israel did not escape when they refused to listen to Moses, the earthly messenger, we will certainly not escape if we reject the one who speaks to us from heaven. When God spoke from Mount Sinai, his voice shook the earth, but now he makes another promise. Once again, I will shake not only the earth, but the heavens also. This means that all of creation will be shaken and removed so that only unshakable things will remain. Since we are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, let us be thankful and please God by worshiping him with holy fear and awe, for our God is a devouring fire. All right. So yesterday we uh, we kind of ended the conversation and because we, we ran out of time and uh, we were just about getting into the section of trying to understand were we spitting a question here or were we trying to apologize for God or were we trying to like, does God ask us to kind of improve on what he's actually saying? Um, and I think we actually probably should unpack that a little bit uh, before we dive into the question today, which is this, how do we bring Christ back into Christmas? What traditions have more significant roots in Jesus? Because that could be exactly the same thing as well. Oh, I have an idea. Oh yeah, what's that? What we could do is... Um kind of go out of our way to point out all the traditions that other people are observing that are pagan. 
in kind of a like a holier than thou manner. You know, we yeah. could we could yeah. point out yeah. the way that nothing that people do with Christmas is actually in the Bible. Yeah. Because of course yeah. it's not. Yeah. Um, sure. Fair enough. <laughs> that's, that's one. <laughs> that's way. always fun. We yeah. could fight about the Starbucks yeah. cups and yeah, yeah. we could fight about whether or not we're being culturally blackmailed into not celebrating our faith by people not allowing us to say Merry Christmas, when in fact, as far as I know, that doesn't even happen. But yeah, we could do things like that. That's what Christians usually do around the holidays. It's it's good fun. So, well, do they really, or I don't know. What's something I've, else I've, that we I've could do? I've only met one person who said that. I haven't met, I haven't met <laughs> you, a whole bunch you of people just, that. It's true. I don't hear a lot of people doing it, but, but you maybe, tend to be, read a lot of it on social circle. media I've or in, in a different circle. <laughs> of people who freak out about things being pagan. Yeah. Oh, it feels like I hear that quite a bit of people who don't have trees. I probably, and... I probably haven't been on, on social media th- listening to that stuff. No, I mean, I'm not talking oh. about social media. I even mean just in real life. Oh, yeah. Of meeting people who have issues yeah. with with things, which is fine. I mean, they're correct. Trees were not in the original biblical story. They didn't no, have pine trees, trees in the Middle East. But trees always existed, uh, and they still do, and they're really good to have green trees, so it's okay. Um, um but the Christ bringing Christ back into Christmas, how do you do that without being kind of the killjoy who insists that all the joyous things about the holiday are pagan? You know, or or you well, can kind of think, well, yeah, they are, but we've sort of appropriated them and have, have turned them into our own meaning, and so yeah, people and do think, that also. Meaning is what you make of it; it's not yeah. like it has some stagnant. But I still quality. think that I still think that this question and the question from yesterday, uh, both of those. Uh, require us making sure that we clarify that when we're talking about these, we're not apologizing or we're not trying to spin anything when it comes to God. Well, to me, this question, this the one about bringing Christ back into Christmas, doesn't well, imply apologizing for well, God. It, it could be. It could be. I mean, you could imply that about about that as well. You could imply, hey, you know, if, you have, if, to, you, if you have to. to bring Christ back into Christmas, you have to spin it because Christmas doesn't have Christ in it. Well, yeah, you know, that you have to apologize. I'm sorry, Christmas it doesn't really have Jesus in it. So, well, and you do hear that so every think, year that people get angry about the commercialization of Christmas, and I, I think they I have love a point. The Christmas cake, okay, you yeah. know, cr- Christmas has become commercialized, and every I mean, everything in our world is commercialized. Sure, everything is about it is. buying and selling, etc. So, I mean, one thing you can do is just make it less about that stuff you can try to just dial it down a little bit i think yeah i, I absolutely absolutely but I, I i don't think that i don't think that any of this comes back to us having to offer some kind of like apology or or lie about who god is i no, do think I that i think that, think that there that is i think that well sp- spinning stuff or apologizing for things are, are that way having said that though um i think there is a story that has to be told and story has to be there has to be a counter story because there is a negative story that's being told about Christmas, mm. and there's a negative story being told about God that actually has to be shared. Uh, a positive story has to be shared, and I think that's important to be done. But then you know the second part of the question: what traditions have more significant roots in Jesus? I, I don't think there are any Christmas traditions because, for one thing, does the Bible or did God ever tell us that we were supposed to commemorate the birth of Jesus with any sort of a festival? I don't think so. It's just something that we do. Yeah. Um, I don't think we've ever been told. So I don't think there's anything to say that we have to do that or that we shouldn't do it. 
or that we have to do it in any particular way. It's not laid out. And so I I think we're kind of free to commemorate it in the way that we choose. I totally agree. I think that what I I was trying to say in that question there, uh, and what I'm trying to draw out in that question there, is that when we we do create traditions, and that's the key, is we create traditions. Absolutely. And meaning behind them, what we think they're about. we create in them and whatever meaning we have, it's really nice if you actually can work out whether there is a meaning and there is a root that's attached to Jesus, mm-hmm. as opposed to it was attached to a really great chocolate cake. Um, well, I think a lot and, of us do. You know, we so, talk about the nativity yeah. story, the song, the songs that we sing. Many people have nativity sets that they put up alongside their Christmas tree. You know, yeah. they so I think try I think to make it. Those both. Are, are great things that uh, have significant roots for people and and. And sometimes what happens is people do all these things and they forget why they do them. Mm. And so it just becomes another routine. It's mm-hmm. like Christmas happens, it comes along, everybody pulls up, you know, the things that they're going to do, they get into their, their festivities, they do all their parts, and they stop to be thankful for the great traditions that actually have been taking place year after year or generation after generation passed on. And where did these stories come from in their families? Mm-hmm. And those are worth just kind of like revisiting and saying, hey, I think, yeah, that's why do we, nice. why do we sit around a meal and why do we actually eat this meal? And why do we choose this Of the things that we eat are because of, you yeah. know, so-and-so who's yeah. dead now for years, but it comes from that. You they remember that, that person. And, mm-hmm. You know, and, and they cooked it, you know, way better or way worse or whatever it may be. Yeah, you have all your... <laughs> the great stories that we have in families that just make it kind of fun. And I think there's a worth remembering so that we can be more thankful in the season. And I think that's actually what God calls us to. And this is what this whole passage is actually saying. Hey, Paul's like saying, he is coming to the end, you know, of this book of Hebrews. And he's saying, I'm so thankful. I'm just so happy well, for and even who Jesus Christ about remembering is. that our lives are about more than just consuming stuff. Yeah. Because I think this time of year, it, and actually many times of year, it gets hard to remember that we have any purpose other than to acquire things yeah. and even experiences and, you know, that that we do have more to offer than that. We're more than the sum total of the stuff that we yeah. own or no, buy for other people or whatever. So I think it's nice to reflect on that fact once in a while. Yeah, no, I like that too. And, you know, it's nice to give gifts and to receive things, but just not to make it totally about that. Good. Well, let, let me just uh, repeat this question one more time. How do we bring Christ back into Christmas and what traditions have more significant roots in Jesus? Uh, think about that with your friends. Look after each other, live love, and we will again connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.